Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Life Lessons Light, where I take one specific nugget that I've discussed in one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Hello everyone, Simon here. Hope you're well. This episode, this bite-sized episode is rather timely, I think, because It's currently 6pm and I'm looking out of the window and it's already starting to get a bit dark. Autumn's clearly here and the clock's changed later this month so it's going to become only more sharply noticeable. And so I want to talk about a few things that anyone can do that can have a really significant impact on your health, your mood, your weight, your well-being, all those kind of things. What I'm talking about is all related to circadian rhythms. Basically, they are our internal body clock or body clocks because actually there are lots of different ones relating to different systems within the body. And I spoke to probably the world's leading expert on circadian biology, Professor Sachin Panda, and his work on circadian rhythms in this area has had a huge impact, but as well simple in terms of the changes I've made, but a huge impact on my behaviour. So it relates really to two specific things, and they are the light that we get. And on the other hand, eating. Not what we eat, but when we eat. An interesting thing I found out was that most people tend to eat or consume calories for 16 hours a day. So let's say you get up at 7 a.m. and you immediately have breakfast or even just have a cup of tea with a bit of milk in it. That milk has calories in it. And then people will have breakfast, they'll have lunch, snack throughout the day, etc. And then they might have dinner. But then imagine that they have a glass of wine or a snack just before bed at 10pm. What you're then doing is you're eating or consuming calories for 15 or 16 hours of the day. 
And the problem with that is you're not allowing your digestive system any chance to repair itself. And so a really simple way around that is to have an eating window of, let's say, either eight or 10 hours. So I have a 10-hour eating window, and it looks like this. So I get up at around 6.30 most days, and I won't have breakfast till, it used to be 8.30. It's now I've noticed about nine o'clock I will have my breakfast. And then I will try and finish eating my dinner by 7 p.m. that night. So that means I'm consuming all my calories within a 10-hour window. And then the other thing is around light. So getting light in the first half of the day. What I like to do is get half an hour of light outside to set my circadian clock. Because in our eyes, we have a light sensor that picks up on the light and then sets various systems tells them to get going within our body. If you make those small changes, it can have a profound impact on your health. And these habits are now just firmly ingrained with me, even to the point where if I'm working at the Today program on Radio 4 and I have to get up at 4 a.m., I still won't have breakfast or consume any calories until, say, 9 a.m. because that's then keeping everything in sync. Anyway, so that's kind of my overview of it. And it's just really easy thing to do, having an eating window and getting light early in the day and the other thing of course as well is trying to avoid bright blue light which we get for example from our phones last thing at night because that can inhibit melatonin production and melatonin is that hormone which makes us feel sleepy so that's a bit of an overview i'm now going to play a clip from professor sachin panda who really knows his stuff in this area so i'm now going to play the clip from Professor Sachin Panda talking about circadian rhythms, and I hope you find it both interesting and of use. Here he is. The word circadian comes from circa or approximately time is 24 hours. So what it means is our body has many biological functions that have been pre-programmed to repeat itself in every 24 hours. And the best example is our sleep-wake cycle. We tend to fall asleep around the same time every day. And that's just the tiny, tiny tip of the iceberg because uh, almost every hormone in our body, every organ's physiology of uh, function has its own circadian rhythm. So our circadian rhythms are tied to the outside world by uh, mainly two different um, factors. One is light. Light in the morning can synchronize our brain clock and tells that, yes, it is light outside. And the reason that is very important is as the seasons changed in, under, in nature, we have to synchronize when we wake up to the new sunrise time. But the rest of the body, all those clocks, they're mostly tied to when we eat. So when we eat, it gives the gut, our pancreas, and the liver, the time signal that it's time to eat, particularly the breakfast, the first calorie of the day, uh, so that the circadian system registers that time, and the next day it anticipates that, yes, yesterday you had breakfast at 8, eight o'clock, and I'll prepare the stomach with the digestive juice and pancreas with the insulin, and everything will be ready at 8 o'clock, and as soon as you eat, we'll be ready to process that food and assimilate all the nutrients to the right tissue. So when we get the first ray of light and when we eat the first 
uh, food of the day uh, are the biggest factors that synchronize a clocks in brain and body to the outside world. And the implications are if we have light at the wrong time or food at the wrong time, then our clocks get confused and they lose track of time. And also one day if we eat our breakfast at eight o'clock and then the next day we eat our breakfast at 10 o'clock or we have to wake up early and eat breakfast at six o'clock, then our system is not at its peak readiness time to digest that food. So having this consistency from day to day is also important to get the best out of our circadian rhythm. So one thing is we're pleased to find that a lot of people can go from 14, 15 hours or 16 hours of eating down to 10 hours or eight hours of eating and staying within that time for many, many weeks. And then we do see a lot of improvements um, of course, from our app, the initial results that we got was people lost some weight. But the nice thing is they actually, the body gets used to this new habit so that uh, they like it for two or three big reasons. One is uh, people who do this eight to 10 hours eating, they, after one or two weeks, they get to sleep very well. They get into deeper sleep. So those who used to wake up at three o'clock in the morning and was fidgeting in the bed, in the bed, trying to go back to sleep for an hour, they could go through the entire night of restful sleep. And when they go through that restful sleep, then they're more energetic in the morning or even for the entire day. Another thing that happens is a lot of us do have little stomach problems. Some people have bloating, some people have gas or uh, acid reflux and by giving your stomach 14 to 16 hours of fasting or downtime actually helps the stomach to repair itself so well that those stomach problems uh, for many people completely go away and for some people it becomes less severe. So when you sleep well and you're feeling energetic and you have a healthy gut that improves your performance because slowly it also reduces systemic inflammation, your joints are less painful, and people tend to exercise slightly more. Uh, so we see much more benefit. What you're saying is that a large proportion of people eat for 15 hours roughly over the course of the day. They may only think that they have, say, 10 hours because they have three main meals, but having little snacks or a glass of wine, that counts within that. So what you want to be doing, what you're saying is, is eating and drinking anything that basically has calories within a 10-hour window. And one of the key benefits of eating within a 10-hour window and having that 14 hours where you're not consuming calories and food and drink, you say is that you actually, you're, you're just, it's quite straightforward. You're giving your guts essentially a chance to rest and repair. Yes, Throughout the day, when we eat, we cause a lot of damage to the stomach lining. And every night, we repair, even repair that road uh, to a great extent. So, for example, in every 15 days, we have a new stomach lining. So that means every night, we are repairing uh, 7 to 10% of our stomach lining. So just like you cannot repair a highway or repair a road when the traffic is still flowing, you cannot repair um, your stomach lining when the food is in the system. And this common 
idea is after we eat our last meal, say at um, eight o'clock at night, I had my last meal. That meal that I ate is going to sit in my stomach for at least four to five hours to get digested. All the stomach acids and other digestive juice and enzymes have to break down that food into tiny particles, tiny constituents, and then it will go to the next stage, that is the small intestine. And that's where some of the proteins will get absorbed. So that entire process can be six to seven hours. So although my mouth finished doing its job at eight o'clock, my stomach was still working till one or two o'clock in the morning. And then the uh, stomach lining will get into the repair mode. And as soon as I get up, say at six, if I immediately start eating, then my stomach got only four hours of sleep, which is not enough. Just like our brain needs at least eight hours in bed, we have to keep in mind that almost every organ needs that. If we do the rough calculation that our stomach also needs eight hours of no work, then you add eight plus four or five hours because that's how long it takes for the last meal to be digested. Then we can easily come to 12 to 13 hours of downtime for the stomach to repair itself. And that's a very simple way to explaining why <laughs> out of 14 hours of no food, your stomach is actually getting to sleep for nine hours or eight hours. So we've talked about the eating window and I want to talk to you as well about the importance of light. The rule of thumb is to have at least um, 1,000 locks of light for an hour in the first half of the day. And what is 1,000 locks or what is locks? Um, if, if you have a candlelight uh, one arm length away from your eye, then your eye is getting one lux of light. And in a cloudy day in London, you get somewhere 5,000 to 10,000 lux of light outside. And a sunny day in London will give you 100,000 to 200,000 lux of light. So 1,000 lux of light is pretty doable just to synchronize your circadian clock in the brain. But when it comes to mood, we need somewhere between 5,000 to 10,000 lux of light for a half an hour. So that means you have to walk outside for a half an hour to have the uplifting effect of light on your brain. People who get more bright light during daytime, uh, there are new studies showing they also have a spike in their increase in their nightly melatonin level. And that's a very interesting connection, but we don't understand the mechanism. But the bottom line is people who go out and get a lot of light during daytime, uh, they may also likely to fall asleep uh, much better at night. Don't forget to go outside for at least half an hour, even under a cloudy day, because that bright light is the best antidepressant and it's plentiful and free. You just have to step outside. How damaging or how stimulating rather is the light that we get from televisions and more importantly these days mobile phones there are some studies showing that if at uh, highest brightness if you keep your television or mobile phone or um, any rectangular piece of glowing object that you're holding <laughs> then that can significantly reduce your melatonin level and may delay or make it make difficult to fall asleep
Thanks very much for listening to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons from Sport and Beyond. I hope you got some benefit from it. Do let me know your thoughts at Simon Monday on social media, the newsletter, of course, full of nuggets like this. Just sign up at my website, simonmonday.com. And if you could rate and review this podcast, wherever you get your podcast, I would be immensely grateful. And just a quick heads up, the next full-length episode out on Monday is all about habits, so how to get good ones in place and untangle bad ones. But for now, thanks for listening and goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.